Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time or wherever you might be. Welcome to the program. I'm Neil Parks. Last time we wrapped up chapter one of Colossians with Paul's warnings and teachings to every man in all knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, so that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. Now, Paul went on to expound upon the commitment of the body of Christ in his exhaustive labor and agony so as to give God all the glory for the mighty works of God through him, Paul. So here we are now in chapter 2 of Colossians, as Paul explains to the Colossians that it's not a philosophy or viewpoint, but Christ. Paul is so insistent about conveying the purpose of each believer that calls themselves a follower of Christ to understand their call. I would submit to you that Paul's teaching applies to the church in 2022 just as much as it did in 61 AD. Being born again as a vessel of service requires the attitude of intentional and deliberate motivation. Chapter 2, verses uh, one through five, Paul says, This battle I am facing is huge, and I want you to know I do it for you, for all those at Laodicea and for everyone else, even those who have never seen my face. Verse two, I am working hard to comfort and encourage them so they will be knit together, that many hearts would become one through his love. I do it so they will be rich in understanding and have full knowledge of God's mystery, which is the Anointed One, Christ himself. Verse 3 says, In him all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are concealed. I only tell you this to warn you about those who would try and deceive you with their arguments. They seem plausible enough, but in the end, they are false. And verse 5, even though I cannot be there in the body, my spirit is with you, and I'm happy to know of your good order and your solid commitment to the Anointed One, Christ, our liberating King. You see, Paul had never been to Colossae, and the church planted there was not of his planting, and yet his heart was aching and tender for the care of it as if it had been the only people he knew at that time. Now again, verse 1, this battle, he says, I'm facing is huge. 
And I want you to know I do it for you, for all those at Laodicea as well, and for everyone else, even those who have never seen my face. My friends, Paul is teaching us right now, the church in 2022, that we are to keep up a communion of faith, hope, and holy love to all the parts of the body of Christ that we don't know about or have personal knowledge of or conversation with. We can think and pray and be concerned for one another around the world that we never see, but will meet one day in heaven. What was it that the apostle desired for them? It was that their hearts may be comforted being knit or woven together in love. It was their spiritual welfare as to what he was focusing on. He does not say that they may be healthy and merry and rich and great and prosperous, but that their hearts may be comforted. You see, the prosperity of the soul is the best prosperity, and the soul is what we should be most concerned about for ourselves and others. We have here a description of soul prosperity. You see, Paul had never seen these people at this church in Colossae, or for that matter, (laughs) the church in 2022, but he's teaching us. But the Holy Spirit has seen, and that is where this is all coming from. Paul is a vessel, just like you and me, to be used for ministry. This teaching is for all of the body of Christ, and not just certain denominations or movements. The Colossians are being taught about concealed mysteries of wisdom and knowledge, which are only found in Christ. These religious heretics had invaded the Colossian church, and they continued to do so in 2022 all over the world. But the Lord Jesus Christ, who has knitted each individual together, continues to knit together his bride today with the Holy Spirit. Paul's warning is loud and clear, my listeners, and the importance of our voice being loud and clear is vital. We must not serve selfishly by wanting to be liked, as to sugarcoat our witness to the world. We must be intentional and deliberate. Look how Jesus says it in John 10.10. Jesus said, The thief approaches with hateful intent, looking to steal, slaughter, and destroy. I came to give life with joy and abundance. My friends, this is a warfare, and the thief is out to take over. Now again in chapter 2, verse 5, Even though I cannot be there in the body 
My spirit is with you. And I'm happy to know of your good order and your solid commitment to the anointed one Christ. The Apostle Paul is teaching this by his example. As the church, we have a duty as bond servants of Christ to serve the church. Whether or not you're in the midst of the fellowship or somewhere else, such as in Paul's case, it was prison. Now, this is pretty plain to me. Here we have a servant of Christ in a dungeon cell waiting to be beheaded, concerned and praying for his fellow Christ followers' spiritual health. He's saying, I'm happy to know your good order and your solid commitment to the Anointed One Christ. I'm not so sure, folks, the church today could actually say that if they were in his position. My friends, this is about intercessory prayer. It's a call to pray. Look how First Timothy puts it, chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. Chapter, or verse 4. First of all, then, I urge that petitions, specific requests, prayers, intercessions, prayers for others, and thanksgiving, thanksgivings to be offered on behalf of all the people. Verse 2. For kings and all who are in positions of high authority, so that we may live a peaceful and quiet life in all goodness and dignity. Verse 3, this kind of praying is good and acceptable and pleasing in the sight of God, our Savior. Verse 4, who wishes all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge and recognition of the divine truth. Let's pray. Father God, just as Paul was being persecuted, Lord Jesus, I pray right now for all the people around this world, this planet, that are going through some sort of persecution in some fashion wherever they're at, Lord. I just thank you for them, Lord. We lift you up. We ask that you strengthen them wherever they may be. As these listeners that are listening today, they know some of these people in different places of the world. Father God, we just lift up all of our our fellow believers, wherever they may be, in this world, that you would touch them and encourage them, Holy Spirit. We just thank you, Lord, that we can be part of your body, that we can be a part of it to pray together, to be knitted together, Father God. And we thank you, Lord, that we can serve you, the mighty King. And we do it in your precious name, Jesus. Amen and amen. 
Well, hope to have you here next time, my friends. And until then, I'm Neil Parks. <laughs>